0: section two of not that it matters by a a milne this librivox recording is in the public domain section two acacia road of course there are disadvantages of suburban life in the fourth act of the play there may be a moment when the fate of the erring wife hangs in the balance and utterly regardless of this, the last train starts from Victoria at 11.15. It must be annoying to have to leave her at such a crisis, must be annoying too to have to preface the curtailed pleasures of the play with a meat tea and a hasty dressing in the afternoon, but after all one cannot judge life from its facilities for play-going would be absurd to condemn the suburbs because of the eleven fifteen there is a road eight miles from london up which i have walked sometimes on my way to golf i think it is called acacia road some pretty name like that it may rain in acacia road but never when i am there the sun shines on laburnum lodge with its pink may tree on the cedars with its two clean limes it casts its shadow on the ivy of holly house and upon the whole road there rests a pleasant afternoon peace i cannot walk along acacia road without feeling that life could be very happy in it when the sun is shining it must be jolly for instance to live in laburnum lodge with its pink may tree Sometimes I fancy that a suburban home is the true home after all. When I pass Laburnum Lodge, I think of him saying good-bye to her at the gate, as he takes the air each morning on his way to the station. What if the train is crowded? He has his newspaper. That will see him safely to the city. And then how interesting will be everything which happens to him there, since he has her to tell it to when he comes home. The most ordinary street accident becomes exciting if a story has to be made of it. Happy the man who can say of each little incident, I must remember to tell her when I get home. And it is only in the suburb that one gets home. One does not get home to Grosvenor Square. One is simply in or out. But the master of Laburnum Lodge may have something better to tell his wife than the incident of the runaway horse. He may have heard a new funny story at lunch. The joke may have been all over the city, but it is unlikely that his wife, in the suburbs, will have heard of it. Put it on the credit side of marriage that you can treasure up your jokes for someone else and perhaps she has something for him too some backward plant it may be has burst suddenly into flower at least he will walk more eagerly up acacia road for wandering. so it will be a happy meeting under the pink may tree of laburnum lodge when these two are restored safely to each other after the excitements of the day Possibly they will even do a little gardening together in this still glowing evening. If life has anything more to offer than this, it will be found at Holly House, where there are babies. Babies give an added excitement to the master's homecoming, for almost anything may have happened to them while he has been away. Dorothy perhaps has cut a new tooth and Anne may have said something really clever about the baker's man. In the morning, too, Anne will walk with him to the end of the road. It is perfectly safe, for in Acacia Road nothing untoward could occur. Even the dogs are quiet and friendly. I like to think of the master of Holly House saying good-bye to Anne at the end of the road, and knowing that she will be alive when he comes back in the evening that ought to make the day's work go quickly but it is the cedars which gives us the secret of the happiness of the suburbs the cedars you observe is a grander house altogether there is a tennis-lawn at the back and there are grown-up sons and daughters at the cedars in such houses in acacia road the delightful business of love-making is in full swing Marriages are not arranged in the suburbs, they grow naturally out of the pleasant intercourse between the Cedars, the Elms, and Rosebank. I see Tom walking over to the Elms, racket in hand, to play tennis with Miss Muriel. He is hoping for an invitation to remain to supper, and indeed I think he will get it anyhow he is going to ask miss muriel to come across to lunch to-morrow his mother has so much to talk to her about but it will be tom who will do most of the talking i am sure that the marriages made in acacia road are happy that is why i have no fears for Holly House and laburnum lodge of course they didn't make love in this acacia road they are come from the acacia road of some other suburb wisely deciding that they will be better away from their people but they met each other in the same way as tom and muriel are meeting he has seen her in her own home in his home at the tennis club surrounded by young bounders confound them of turret court and the wilderness she has heard of him falling off his bicycle or quarrelling with his father bless you they know all about each other they are going to be happy enough together and now i think of it why of course there is a local theatre where they can do their play-going if they are as keen on it as that for ten shillings they can spread from the stage-box an air of luxury and refinement over the house, and they can nod in an easy manner across the stalls to the cedars in the opposite box, in the deep recesses of which Tom and Muriel, you may be sure, are holding hands. End of section two.